0: Baltimore Ravens exit the preseason and head into the regular season. We discuss the depth chart, practice squad, and other news and notes while looking ahead to the Ravens and Bills matchup this Sunday. I'm Christopher Linfont, and welcome to Nest Talk, the most elite Baltimore Ravens podcast on the internet. Okay, so if you missed uh, the preseason, uh, I'm assuming. Quite a few people did not watch the preseason because I will admit it's pretty boring. Although Ravens football is Ravens football, um, you didn't see a lot of the storylines heading in, t- in through the, the whole preseason. So there are a lot of positional battles, especially on the um, on the offense. So wide receiver was a big issue. Uh, quarterback, how many quarterbacks will the Ravens keep? As uh, Lamar Jackson is being a uh, becoming a developmental quarterback for the Ravens, you know, can they trust him long term? has the backup should Joe Flacco go down. Um, uh, they had RG3 in there, obviously, in, in the mix in the preseason. So we're going to get to the entire depth chart and some key areas to look at. So let's, let's, let's touch the key areas to look at for, first. Um, quarterback. The Baltimore Ravens decide to keep three quarterbacks. They're going to go with RG3. Now, RG3 is listed as the third quarterback in the roster, almost certainly because... The Ravens want Lamar Jackson activated on game day so they can do some trick plays, take take use of his speed, and then, of course, you know, in some wildcat formations, he'll get some experience as well, a quarterback. If Joe Flacco is to actually go down at any point, they will substitute in uh, Robert Griffin III. But they have to keep some players inactive, so they'll probably keep Robert Griffin III inactive for most games, unless, of course, they need him to replace Joe Flacco. Um, so that's basically the story with the former Heisman winner, Robert Griffin III. Um, did not play football last year, um, was out of the game, but was able to come back this year and claim a roster spot on the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, very it was very good preseason for Robert Griffin III, I have to say. Uh, he threw the ball with great precision, um, didn't get hurt, didn't take a lot of hits, not a whole lot of um, insane running plays. So that was very beneficial for him, uh, especially since he gets to be on a team again. And there were trade talks. Some teams were calling. I heard the Dallas Cowboys were interested in Robert Griffin III, but the Ravens, um, they didn't bite. Okay, so some other key players, um, roster battles, yada yada yada, um, the Ravens decide to keep three undrafted free agents, Janarian Grant, Chris Reward, and Darius Williams. Okay, so Janarian Grant, why did the Ravens keep Janarian Grant? Well, it's very, very simple. He was the better return man out of him, uh, between him and Tim White. Now, Tim White was a Ravens standout last year in the preseason, but he could not, um, performed very well this preseason, especially in the return game, and the Ravens desperately wanted to find um, a returner, somebody who could be electric um, when getting the ball and going with it. Uh, They believe they found that returner in Grant. So, yes. Um, Baltimore also kept Chris Board, the linebacker, undrafted free agent. Um, Not a whole lot there. They decided to keep him over Alec Albert McClellan, the veteran, uh, who's been with the organization for quite some time. I believed uh, originally heading into this uh, cut day that they would keep McClellan instead of Board because he just provides that veteran edge, especially with the two other inside linebackers who are competing for a starting spot next to CJ Mosley. But um, nonetheless, they, uh, they, they cut Albert McClellan, who was coming off an injury anyway, in favor of Chris Board. Um, And the Ravens also kept Darius Williams, a defensive back. Now, I thought they would keep Stanley Jean-Baptiste. Heading into this week, he played phenomenally throughout the preseason, um, but he got injured, and the Ravens need somebody immediately. So they're turning to Darius Williams here um, with Jimmy Smith out. uh, Jimmy Smith, of course, suspended four games for violating uh, NFL's personal conduct policy. Um, His former girlfriend... Um, Allege that he was emotionally abusive towards her. Apparently there are some text messages, which um, I have not been able to get a hold of, that seem to indicate it, but I'm not really entirely sure on that note. Um, some key cuts for the Ravens. Um, we saw Rashad Perryman get cut. Um, the Rashad Perryman experience is completely over now. Uh, it was a daunting three years, very Um, boring three years of Rashad Perryman. Um, Look, Perryman's a good guy, but honestly, um, his football skills were not to par with what the Ravens wanted. Baltimore had to get rid of him. They could not keep him, um, especially with, you know, Jordan Lasley, Janarian Grant, and then the top four wide receivers in Crabtree, uh, John Brown, Willie Sneed, Chris Moore. There was just no room for for him on this roster, especially you also have Robert Griffin III making it as the third quarterback. The Ravens never keep three quarterbacks, um, so they just had to get rid of him. They really had no choice there. Um, Perryman is trying out with other teams. Um, I know the Bills will be his first tryout. Some other teams are interested. I believe the Jets, potentially. Um, but we'll see how that turns out with Rashad Perryman, uh, if he can land on another team. He's got the elite speed that some teams really want. Of course, his hands, though, have been um, subject to a lot of criticism throughout the years. OK. Um, so the practice, so I'm sorry, we'll talk about the depth chart first here. No huge surprises. you got starting wide receivers Willie Sneed, Michael Crafty, John Brown, backed up by Moore, Lasley, and Grant. Uh, Ronnie Stanley starting at left tackle. Alex Lewis starts at left guard. Thought that would happen. Matt Skirith in center. Assumed that would happen as well. Marshall Yonde at right guard is obviously no no surprise there. He's a Pro Bowl right guard. Uh, I believe a future Hall of Famer. James Hurst is probably the most controversial player. Uh, he'll be starting at right tackle over Orlando Brown Jr. Um, Orlando Brown, the rookie, is the backup But we still may see some shifts along the line because Hurst can play inside or outside. Um, If Alex Lewis goes down or is inadequate for the Ravens, they could always move Hurst into that position at left guard and then bring Orlando Brown up into the starting position. Um, At tight end, Nick Boyle will be the starter as Hayden Hurst is absent um, with an injury for the first few weeks. Max Williams will back him up, and then in last place will be Mark Andrews. Uh, Kind of find hard to believe, but I guess Nick Boyle's Experience with the team and Joe Flacco helps him overall. And speaking of Joe Flacco, he'll be the starting quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson will be the backup, um, kind of not really though. Just just so the Ravens can, um, just so the Ravens can use him in game situations, so they don't have to deactivate him. RG3 uh, will be the real de facto quarterback, but he won't probably be activated very much. Um, throughout the regular season, unless Lamar Jackson was to get hurt. Or, of course, if Joe Flacco gets hurt, then he'll be in the next game. Um, You have Alex Collins at running back, Buck Allen uh, in the second running back position, Kenneth Dixon there, and, of course, Patrick Ricard is the fullback. Um, On defense, you have Brandon Williams uh, starting at defensive tackle, backed up by Willie Henry and Pat Ricard. Obviously, Pat Ricard is not going to get a whole lot of defensive tackle time because he also has to split um, reps at fullback. Um, but he's a very versatile player, and the Ravens definitely love what he brings to the table. Michael Pierce, is starting nose tackle, you've got Chris Wormley behind him, and then at defensive end, you've got Brent Urban and Zach Siler. the rookie Zach Seiler, Ozzie Newsom's last pick of the draft ever. He's a very strong player, can get off blocks pretty easily. Uh, a lot of upside with him, big-bodied guy, makes some good tackles. With the Russian linebacker, outside linebacker, you've got T. Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, backed up by Zedaria Smith and Tim Williams in the third position. Um, On the other side is the Sam linebacker. You've got Matt Judon backed up by Tyus Bowser. Matt Judon, um, many are pegging him to be a breakout candidate of the year for the Ravens. I am as well. Uh, I think Matt Judon can definitely make some moves um, this season and really propel himself into a higher role on the defense and in the NFL overall. Inside linebacker, uh, you've got the middle linebacker, C.J. Mosley, backed up by Chris Board. Uh, Then on the other side... You've got Patrick Onwasar, and it looks like Kenny Young will be the backup to him. So, going into the season, we have C.J. Mosley and Patrick Onwasar as the starters. Um, this could change, though. Kenny Young could seize that position eventually, but um, probably not in, in the first few weeks. But he will probably see some playing time as well. Cornerbacks, um, you have Marlon Humphrey and Brandon Carr as the starters. Tavon Young, obviously, is going to be playing this the slot a lot. Maurice Kennedy in the backup position as well. And then there's Anthony Everett and Darius Williams. Uh, once Jimmy Smith has re- returns, I don't think Darius Williams would be on this roster anymore. At safety, you have you know the starters, free safety Eric Weddle, uh, strong safety Tony Jefferson. Jefferson's backed up by Anthony Levine, senior, who's been with the Ravens for quite a long time, and of course Eric Weddle is backed up by Chuck Clark, the um, the up and coming um, safety who who I really think after not liking him from, from his last season, I think he's actually got what it takes now based on what he's done in the preseason. Um, Anthony Levine was subject to make this roster this year, but Deshaun Elliott's injury, his broken forearm, will likely keep him out for the year. Um, the Ravens really love what the rookie safety from Texas gives them, but his injury just isn't going to allow him to be on the team this year, so maybe next year, um, but we'll have to see how that goes mo- moving forward. Okay, so now we're going to discuss the practice squad. Um, the Ravens added some players to the practice squad after making cuts. Um, these players include guard Randon Cresselis, running back Gus Edwards, who had a fantastic preseason, uh, defensive lineman slash linebacker Miles Humphrey, Nico Siragusa, who was their fourth-round pick a few years ago in um, 2016, Delance Turner, who the Ravens really see a lot of upside in as a running back, Darren Waller, tight end. Um, the Ravens thought he had some receiving talent, but of course, the suspensions... <coughs> The suspensions kind of put the nail in the coffin for him to be cut. Um, The Ravens also added Tim White, slash return specialist wide receiver. Um, White, obviously the Ravens like what he brings to the table, but they could not fit him on the roster this year. Perhaps in later years um, down the line, maybe next year, he could find his way onto the roster if his um, receiving skills are up to par. And then the final um, position, the final player added to the practice squad is Christopher Azalea, the fullback. He's an international practice player. The Ravens wanted to have one on the practice squad. Okay, moving on. I want to talk a little bit about Corey Vedvik, um, the Ravens kicker punter rookie Adam Marshall, who was set to make some other NFL rosters. Um, He was hospitalized in a shock trauma center um, the night before cuts. Um, I believe it was Friday night. uh, The day after the Ravens' final preseason game, he was apparently assaulted and did not remember the assault. he was hanging out with some teammates or something and left them around 3 a.m., but um, th- he was somehow found unresponsive or something um, on the ground later that night, has no idea how it happened or what happened in between. Um, just a really terrible situation, and um, we, we keep um, Corey in our thoughts and prayers and hope for a sh- swift recovery. Um, the Ravens ended up placing him on the reserve slash non-football injury list um specifically to hope to salvage his career because um if he was not hurt in this capacity if he was not assaulted he definitely would have uh, made another team's roster and become a starting kicker in the national football league he was just that good in the preseason um but it was taken away from him unfortunately and um the ravens are gonna hope to see if they can get him a job potentially next year so he'll sit on this list or maybe you know trade him to a team or something um when he becomes healthy, uh, very unfortunate situation for Corey Vedvik, uh, the, the Norwegian punter. Actually, he's from Norway. He went to Marshall. Um, he fell in love with American football after watching it in Norway, and um, you know he he really fell in love with with the with the sport and um, came to the Ravens. Thought he this would be a good place to start. Find a, find a team later on. The Ravens have a history of getting guys kickers out into other teams after staying on the uh practice squad or the the team for about a you know an offseason or so but um Corey vedrick i thought he would make a team but unfortunately this is not uh the way he wanted it to to end the season uh, i really feel sorry for him okay oh and the ravens also had trade talks i don't know if i mentioned that but there were teams interested in trading for him specifically uh but that did not amount to anything okay Now off the depressing news, we're going to talk a little bit about the Ravens' um, upcoming start of the regular season game against the Buffalo Bills. So, we're going to look ahead to this game. Both teams here starting out 0-0. The Ravens have a shot at winning their division this year. Buffalo really doesn't. um, Buffalo got rid of Tyrod Taylor, drafted Josh Allen um, this year. Also have Nate Peterman, who we'll talk about in a minute. But the Bills and Ravens um, are going to face off in Week 1. They faced off in Week 1 in 2016 as well. Um, Just some key notes moving into this game. Um, Nathan Peterman will start over quarterback Josh Allen. There was a very heated quarterback competition this offseason in Buffalo Um, between Josh Allen and A.J. McCarron were the two main competitors, but Nate Peterman actually will start because... The Buffalo Bills traded AJ McCarron to the Raiders with John Gruden, um, so they're you know they don't believe Josh Allen is ready to go, so they're going to start Nate Peterman. Uh, Nate, Nate Peterman is also the quarterback who infamously threw um, like five, four or five interceptions in the first half of his first NFL start ever, um, and against the Ravens defense, we're going to have to see how that really uh, handles out. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, LaShawn McCoy is also going to play, despite accusations against him. Um, if you missed it this summer, LaShawn McCoy, um, his ex-girlfriend, uh, made accusations about him that he was emotionally abusive towards her, um, and their son. Sorry, not emotionally abusive, physically and emotionally abusive. So, um, not, not a great accusation to have if you're LaShawn McCoy, but legally hasn't amounted to anything yet. Nothing yet. Um, it could but um, no hard evidence has yet has uh, been presented yet, so we'll, we'll keep you posted on that as well. Um, Ravens cornerback Jimmy Smith will not play; he is in a suspension, four-game suspension for violating NFL conduct policy, personal conduct policy. We already talked about this. Um, his ex-girlfriend was accusing them of emotional, uh, him of emotional abuse. Uh, again, I, don't, I haven't seen the evidence. I don't believe it's out, so. I can't really verify that myself, but that's what the NFL concluded on their own investigation, so that's what the suspension is for. Um, Joe Flacco will get the start. Lamar Jackson will likely be the backup. Um, Flacco obviously heading into his 11th season now, trying to prove himself, stay on this Ravens roster in the future. Big year for him. Uh, He's hoping to start it out right against the Buffalo Bills. All right, so there are some key matchups that you need to watch in this game that will really determine whether the Ravens win or lose here. Um, The first is going to be Nathan Peterman versus versus the Ravens' defense, and specifically the secondary. Um, Nathan Peterman, through all those interceptions in his first NFL start ever, not a great quarterback. Um, If you pressure him enough, you will um, get him to fold. So him against the secondary, and of course the pass rush is going to be very interesting to see play out. Um, Peterman, the Ravens want to take advantage of his inaccuracies and his um, mistakes, his frequent mistakes, and they think they can do that um, in this opening game especially with the uh, very beefed-up secondary. We also want to see Kelvin Benjamin, uh, the Bills' best receiver, go up against Marlon Humphrey and Brandon Carr. You know, if if Benjamin is shut down, um, Baltimore should be able to control them on the defensive front. Um, The Bills won't be able to, you know, go through the air attack as much. Uh, They do have uh, Charles Clay, the tight end, but Kelvin Benjamin is really the key in in the passing game want to see the Ravens offensive line against the Bills pass rush. How are they going to protect Joe Flacco and the, of course, open holes for the running game? That's very crucial, especially with some um, questions heading into it. How will James Hurst play? How will Matt Skura play? Alex Lewis, how's he going to play? The real two, you know, beef guys on the line that we know who are going to play well are going to be Marshall Yanda and Ronnie Stanley. But, even with them, we can't guarantee the offensive line to have great success. Um, and to have great, great success here. Um, and of course, how the Ravens' defensive line going to penetrate the Bills' offensive line? With Nate Peterman at quarterback, you want to get him under pressure. You also want to stop Shady McCoy in the running game, so it's very crucial that the Ravens can get through the uh, Bills' offensive line. Um, Terrell Suggs, obviously, is going to be the leader, but of course, um, Matt Judon, who I'll think get maybe a sack in this game. Some other players, Adarius Smith, Tim Williams, uh, Brent Urban, might see some action in there. Brenda Williams will be the primary uh, pass stuffer with Michael, I'm sorry, run stuffer with Michael Pierce. So, um,. Overall, we we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Okay, well, that's about as much time as we have today. It's a bit shorter than usual, um, this podcast episode, but I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nest Talk. You can follow us at Nest Talk at, on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook, just search up Nest Talk. Uh, I'm Christopher Linfant, signing out.